This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You know what to do, Jake. this game right now for the Minnesota Twins. And it remains to be seen if the Toronto Blue Jays are going to oblige him. Uh, maybe not as a pop-up to the infield here. Or maybe like to the life short of, life of Pablo. Yes. <laughs> I, a lot of people really like that album. I have to tell you, I, I, I was not a huge fan of it. Like a couple good songs. Let's see. What's good on that album? Uh, I really like Real Friends, which I think is Real on that Friends album. Or is, is that on the pie? That's on that album. 100%. Right? Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Real Friends is on it, and then uh, yeah, well, the title track I think is actually pretty good, right? Is the title track good? Is is Life of Pablo a song? I think so. I'm trying to remember. There's another song on that album that I actually do really like, but the fact Father that there's only two, my hands, probably. Which is which <sighs> well, is the video not, that gets played on all the of, but... uh, that's all the NBA buzzer beaters, like in slow mo. Oh yeah, okay. Well, I know that song. That was not the song that I was that I was thinking of. I'm bringing up this album right now. I think there's one more song on here that I like. Famous. No more parties in L.A. Wolves is pretty good. Waves is good. Maybe this album is good. Wolves is good. Saint Pablo, I think, was what I was thinking of. But like, Wolves is good. Maybe this. Maybe the album's not bad. Maybe it's actually. I just named like eight songs I like off of it. Maybe I like. Yeah. Is it this? Is it this? Is it this? Is it this? Also, I hate the album. We're running ultra. We're running ultra light beam. Uh, we got a banger of a final segment coming up in 20 minutes. Uh, we will handicap the Packers and the Raiders on, on Monday Night Football. We will tell you the games we've already bet and are monitoring for Week 5 in the National Football League. And we'll give you our baseball bets for tonight and thoughts on the game twos that we'll know about coming up tomorrow, which might only be the uh, the Rangers and the Rays at this rate because this game's taking a little bit. But we'll do that coming up in the final segment of the show. But joining us right now to talk the Sanderson Farms... As golf as golf sw- switches from uh, from Rome to Mississippi, it's quite the switch. Is our good friend Jason Sobel now our teammate, our Sirius XM teammate? Jason, one of the stars oh, yeah. of Sirius XM PGA Tour Radio. We are now as part of our distribution deal with Sirius, heard on Sirius Channel Two Seventeen, XM Channel Two Hundred Five. So our new teammate, our Sirius XM teammate, Jason Sobel, also of the Action Network, on Twitter at Jason Sobel T A N. We love when Jason joins us to talk some golf betting. My friend, welcome back to the show. It's Nick and Ken. Uh, have you caught up on sleep from having to stay up all hours of the night from watching the Ryder Cup, my friend? Okay, first of all, welcome to the team, guys. If you guys get some swag before I do, though, I've been doing this for like three or four years with SiriusXM. If you guys get like a hoodie or a hat in the mail, I- I'm going to be mad. Just let me know because I haven't gotten that yet. 
Secondly, no, I haven't caught up on sleep. I woke up at 1.35 a.m. Eastern time for like three straight days and got like one hour of sleep every night. And I'm absolutely just like, I don't even know where I am or what time it is at this point. I mean, this is like worse than jet lag. And the last thing, yes, Sanderson Farms, Jackson, Mississippi, as I like to call it, the Rome of the South. (laughs) Perfect. And obviously people look at the field. All roads lead to the Sanderson Farms. That's what they say uh, down there, at least. So you you look at the the field for this tournament, Jason, obviously, you know, (laughs) absent are all but one, basically, of the players who took part in the Ryder Cup. Max Homa had a funny tweet, like, you know, woke up at 4 a.m., always heard Kobe used to talk about you know, like putting the grind in, waking up early, like, you know, all that stuff, like to be a better person. And he's like, dot, dot, dot. He's like, I scrolled on my phone for three hours <laughs> you know, or whatever. Like, just like they're all off because it was a pretty crazy weekend last weekend. Uh, I believe uh, Ludwig Ober, apparently is how you pronounce this guy's name. I always thought it wasn't that. But anyway, he's the favorite to win this tournament, Jason. What kind of tournament is this usually? Do things tend to get crazy, crazy winners? Like what type of player generally wins? How does this usually go for people that, that maybe haven't handicapped the Sanderson Farms before? Yeah, so I'm not sure that Ludwig knew how to pronounce his name before last week. But I guess we're going with Ober now. Uh, there might be a little roll of the tongue in there as well, which I can't really do, but he is the favorite this week. He's the only player of the 24 who played in the Ryder Cup last week and is making the trip from Italy to Mississippi, which I'm sure has absolutely no culture shock whatsoever. And even if he doesn't have a literal hangover going on, he's going to have a figurative hangover when he gets there because that was a mentally and physically and emotionally exhausting week for him. As for some recent history, uh, just a little background on this event. It plays just over 7,460 yards, par 72. It's a pretty long golf course. Going to need to move it off the tee a little bit. Over the last few years, three of the last four, Sam Burns was the one sort of short number that we've seen uh, find the winner's circle. The other three have been 50 to one or longer, but not guys that we necessarily didn't know about. So Sergio Garcia was 50 to one. Sebastian Munoz was 60-1, to and last year, Mackenzie Hughes, again, a guy who's got a name, a guy who's been around for a while and is a good player, he was uh, triple digits. He was uh, north of 100-1 to going into this event last year, and so if we're going by those trends, it might pay to look a little bit further down the list, but not necessarily at names you've never heard of before, maybe some bigger names, if we think, again, that that trend is going to hold this week. All right, Jason, I'm up. I'm looking at BetMGM, our show sponsor right now. Like, this is this is definitely, like, the right list of names, right? I'm not, like, looking at some tournament right. that's being – this is – I just want to make sure. Is Steven Jaegerbaum uh, the second name on your oh, list? That's... <laughs> I, was, I was actually – I was going to call him the Meister, Steven Jaeger. <laughs> right. uh, oh, yes, the he's Meister one, one of really the favorites. Good. We're calling so, him the Meister so we have, uh, We're definitely so calling we have, him the Meister. Uh, we, have, we have Ludwig Aubert. Uh, is the is the favorite at, at, at twelve to one? Then Eric Cole, uh, the Meister, Stephen Yeager, uh, Tyler's guy, Emiliano Grio, uh, <laughs> Bo Hostler, Keith Mitchell, uh, K H Lee. Is that that's uh, that's T P C Lee, right? K H Lee. Yeah, is that right? Yeah, sure. T P C Lee. Yeah. Uh, so we have KH Lee followed by SH Kim. This is a nightmare. Uh, the Gim Reaper, Doug Gim, uh, Lucas uh, Herb, Herbert, or whatever. Uh, how are, how are you handicapping the top of the uh, the odds board, Jason? So there's one name on there that I really, really like this week. It's a guy that I don't know that I've necessarily ever played on an outright play before, but I'll have a lot of him this week. And that is 
your guy Jaeger bomb, Steven Jaeger. He has made the cut in 14 straight events, but he's had a high floor, not that much of a high ceiling, but I think that at some point that consistency is going to equate into a nice title contention, and I think it can happen this week. He's been really good. I, I swear, I, we had him on our radio show about a year ago, and we always ask, can't really ask the, the betting questions to the guys who play, but I always ask sort of like this nebulous hey, if I was going to pick you somewhere over the course of the next year, where would I pick you? Where would you pick yourself? And I can almost swear that he picked the Sanderson Farms Championship as the place where he thinks he would play the best. And so uh, all of that data, all of that anecdotal evidence points me in the direction of uh, one Steven Yeager this week. So I do like him. The guy's a good player. He's been playing really well for a really long time. And, and I think we're getting a little bit of a discount this week. Just a couple of weeks ago, the Fortinet Championship out west in the Bay Area, uh, actually Napa, excuse me, uh, he was 20 to 1 in a field that had Max Homa, had Justin Thomas, had the eventual winner, Sahith Igawa. This week, really, it's Ober, and then it's, you know, like all those other names you mentioned. It's not a lot of big names. And so I think Jaeger makes a whole lot more sense in this field. Jason, you mentioned already with the kind of like the the course trends, like or tournament trends, things that might hold in this field. One thing you mentioned obviously was uh, long shots have won, maybe a little bit more often than in other tournaments. You said like uh, Sam Burns, like he was kind of a name people knew, but the other guys, fifty to one plus, yeah, like recognizable names, but maybe not people that we would first consider to win a tournament like this. So you gave us a name kind of at the top of the board, one of the three favorites, the Meister. Uh, Steven Yeager, maybe to win this tournament. If we go to that fifty to one range or longer, again, like who who's <laughs> who is the who is this year's Mackenzie Hughes? I guess it'd probably be the right way to frame this question. Somebody fifty to one plus, maybe even a couple guys that you like. Uh, yeah, it's a great question because what happens is we say, oh man, a tournament where some long shots can win, and there's no big names in the field. The problem is you start getting past fifty to one, you're like, wait, who? Why, I, you you want me to put my money on, on, on that guy? Like, I, I earned this money. Like, I got this money in my pocket. I, why am I putting it on this guy who hasn't made a cut since June? And so that that's kind of what happens when you get into these events without some big names. If you've done anything, if you've had a pulse over the last three months, you're probably somewhere in the 25 to 35 to one range uh, without even being one of the favorites. So that said, a couple of guys further down the board, I'm looking for – a little combination of length off the tee and guys who are either Southeast guys or they putt well on Bermuda greens have had some success in the Southeast, uh, just shorter than 50 to one, I believe 45 to one. You can find, first of all, Davis Thompson, who nearly won out in Palm Springs earlier this year, lost to John Rom, but good young player who can absolutely win at this level. Sam Ryder, uh, guys, I, I don't know if you were up watching like every minute of the Ryder Cup like me, but I saw more of Sam Ryder this past weekend than anybody else in the entire field. There's a Sam Ryder commercial. It seemed like every three minutes on NBC's station. So uh, Sam Ryder, maybe just by osmosis, because I saw him so much, I, I want to pick some Sam Ryder this week. He's 45 to 1 in most books. And then just a little north of 50 to 1, Davis Riley, a home stater this week, guy that lives in Mississippi. Won the Zura Classic alongside Nick Hardy a few months ago. Since then, hasn't played his best golf, but I'm kind of throwing form out the window a little bit. Most of these players have only played maybe once, if that, over the last six or seven weeks. And so, uh, really, form doesn't matter a whole lot, so I'm going more on talent than form. 
Right, you better you better hear with Nick and Ken on a terrific football, baseball, and golf Tuesday. We're talking to Sanders, Sanderson Farms with our good friend Jason Sobel from the Action Network and our new SiriusXM teammate, SiriusXM PGA Tour Radio. He is on Twitter at Jason Sobel, T-A-N. I say this every time Jason comes on with us. Jason has, like, amazing previews for all these tournaments at the Action Network with all his bets. So Jason is very good to us and comes on the show a lot. Like, people should check out Jason's work both at SiriusXM PGA Tour Radio. And he's got, like, like, tomes up at the Action Network, like breaking down all the, uh, all the tournaments with all the bets and all the analysis. So, Jason, I was just checking out your article. Um, I know you like some derivative bets here, like some top 10s, top 20s, etc. Would love if you could share a couple, please, with our listeners and viewers. Yeah, top 10, I believe. Uh, maybe I had top five in the article this week. Uh, Alex Smalley is a guy that uh, I, I think Alex Smalley is one of these guys that he's a great example of why the PGA Tour has invested in the gambling product and why they uh why they were so interested in having legalized gaming in as many states as possible and why they've signed up with official betting operators he's a perfect example of 10 years ago when this stuff wasn't mainstream when we weren't playing dfs if you were a big golf fan you'd be like yeah alex small i've heard that name a little bit uh yeah i think i've seen a couple shots on tv maybe vaguely couldn't pick him out of a lineup these days we're putting our money into stuff we're investing in the product, we're like, yeah, Alex Smalley, man, he's got two top tens in his last six starts. That's a guy that, especially a Carolina guy down southeast, went to Duke. And so I'm going to see him uh, at a tournament like this, got some good length off the tee, and I think he can play well. That's, that's the kind of stuff that uh, this has made us do. Not just me, because I do this all the time, but everybody else out there who might not have heard of a guy or certainly didn't know much about him 10 years ago, I think now we're all – more informed fans and betters. Then I'm going to give you one name that probably a lot of people haven't heard of and haven't heard this name in a long time, but Jason Duffner very quietly started to play some good golf. I don't know if this is the best golf course for Duffner, but he does have, I believe it's eight top 25s, eight top 30s in 12 starts at this one. And he's a guy that's just starting to play some better golf. Again, no title contentions. I wouldn't go too deep, but for a top 20, top 30 play, uh, for some DFS lineups, I think Jason Duffner is going to su- surprise some people over the next month and a half, two months on this fall schedule. He is Duff, and he's the stuff. Uh, Jason, you you mentioned that you were getting up at one thirty-five in the morning to watch the Ryder Cup. What time were you going to bed, or at least attempting to go to bed last week? Twelve thirty. Yeah, <laughs> got a solid <laughs> hour. <laughs> Just... <laughs> 128. So, Jason, forgive me for asking you this. How old are you? I, I am 48 years old. Thank you for asking. All right. So I'm I'm 40. Ken is 30. Just I'm only saying that because like as like as I've gotten a little older, like you realize how important sleep is. Now your patterns get screwed up. Like how how screwed up are you right now? In like 20 seconds, I'm guess, I'm guessing the answer is very. I'm always screwed up. I'm probably a little more screwed up than usual. No, I'm fine now. And honestly, it, it worked out perfectly. Because you wake up at one thirty in the morning, you watch golf all day. They'd finish around noon Eastern time. And then I was over to get over the course and, and make the one o'clock game over at the club and go play 18 holes. So it, it worked out perfectly. Gotta tell you, the, the guy's like got more energy than 10 years older than me. He's got more energy than me. I love it. Uh, Jason does an awesome job for our friends at the Action Network again. Check out his golf previews there. His like, betting previews are sensational. And our new teammate at SiriusXM PGA Tour Radio, at Jason Sobel, T-A-N, on Twitter. My friend, sincerely appreciate it. Good luck with – have great shows this week. Good luck with the bets. Get some, get some sleep. And we'll talk to you soon here on You Better, You Bet.
Thanks, guys. Welcome to the team. And, again, if you guys get some swag before me, just uh, let me know. I'm not going to be happy, but let me know. I don't have the heart to tell Jason. I, I worked at Sirius from 2005 to 2015, and I have a lot of it already. Uh, best bets for tonight coming up right after this. We'll be right back with You Better You Bet, presented by BetMGM. <laughs> On the BetQL Network.